This week I have Christmas on my mind and I have a specific question I'd like to ask you about it. Stay tuned. Hello friends, Pastor Tim Westermeyer here, Senior Pastor of St. Philip Deacon in the western suburbs of Minneapolis. Good to be with you as always. We are taping this uh, during the week of Christmas or leading up to Christmas, so I have Christmas on my mind. And I actually want to ask a question of you, uh, which may help to inform uh, what I preach about on Christmas Eve. And I'll tee up that question uh, by maybe making a point that those of you who have followed me here for a while it won't surprise you. I'm a fan of all things uh, English or British. Some of my favorite authors are uh, British authors. I think of G.K. Chesterton or C.S. Lewis or Dorothy Sayers. In the last year, we did, a, I think, at least a couple of episodes related to the Queen. Uh, and not only uh, after her death, I think we did at least one uh, prior to her death. I've talked about my fascination and love for wristwatches and some of my favorite watch brands actually come from England or from Great Britain. So all of that is true and at, at Christmas time, one of the things uh, actually both I and my wife love to do is to listen to the uh, beautiful service of Nine Lessons and Carols. Uh, we actually do that here at St. Philip the Deacon. We maybe will provide a link to that full service. We always do it in advance of Christmas, so we're jumping the gun a little bit, but we've made it part of our annual tradition even here in this congregation. But most people are familiar with uh, the service of Nine Lessons and Carols uh, from King's College, Cambridge, uh, in England, of course, on Christmas morning. Someday, one of my dreams is actually to be able to go there in person uh, and, and see and hear it uh, in the flesh. Um, we'll maybe link to a history of, of the service of, of Nine Lessons and Carols, the quick version is that it was actually first officially done in 1880 in England, uh, worked up by a gentleman named Edward Benson. He was the Bishop of Truro, uh, not King's College. So a number of other churches picked it up and it wasn't until 1918 when the, uh, the Dean of the Chapel of King's College, a gentleman by the name of Eric Milner White, for the first time did it at King's College, Cambridge, which of course, as I mentioned, is sort of the most famous now. Uh, and I want to lift up two things about that service uh, for hearing, and the second one is going to lead to the question I have for you. Uh, both of these things are related to the very opening prayer. It's called the Bidding Prayer. It was written by this dean, uh, Eric Milner White. Uh, and again, this is uh, the first time it was done at King's College was 1918. So think about that. Christmas of 1918, the First World War had just finished on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. And that bidding prayer, which is still spoken largely as it was written by him uh, all these years later, has uh, one line that's particularly poignant. Uh, this is towards the end of that prayer. Lastly, he writes, and we pray, let us remember before God all those who rejoice with us but upon another shore and in a greater light that multitude which no man can number whose hope was in the word made flesh and with whom in the Lord Jesus we are forever one. That prayer was originally written explicitly as a reminder of all those who had died in the great war on another shore and who now stood before God in a greater light. And I find that incredibly, as I say, pointed. I, I, um, I'm always choked up when I hear those words. Even now I'm getting choked up. Um, but if you didn't know that, it's worth remembering the original 
source of that prayer that came out of a time of incredible pain and difficulty and grief for the whole world after that uh, great war, what we now called world, what we now call World War One. The other point I'll lift up. And this is what I'm sitting with, actually. So we're taping this on Monday before Christmas Eve. Um, and I'm not entirely sure what I'll preach about. Uh, it'll involve <laughs> Jesus' birth on Christmas Eve. Uh, I have some ideas about it. And it, it involves this other line from the bidding prayer. It's actually the opening of the bidding prayer. Uh, Beloved in Christ, be it this Christmas tide our care and delight to hear again the message of the angels and in heart and mind to go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass in the babe lying in a manger. So it's that phrase, um, in heart and mind to go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing. So what uh, this prayer, this bidding prayer is inviting us to do is to, in heart and mind, return back to the birth of Jesus in Bethlehem. And the question I have for you and what I'm sort of sitting with as I anticipate preaching on Christmas Eve is, what does that mean for you? to go in heart and mind even unto Bethlehem. As you celebrate Christmas, uh, what does going to that place mean? How do you experience it? How do you reflect on it? Uh, and I, this is a genuine question. Uh, I think we'll probably uh, publish this on Wednesday of this week. And uh, I would love, if you're interested or willing, to hear your responses to that question, which may inform uh, some of what I talk about in my own sermon on Christmas Eve. So again, what does it mean for you to go to Bethlehem in heart and mind at this time of year. So again, that's sort of what I wanted to share with you today. I wanted to invite you to uh, respond to that. And then I will conclude with, um, I, I hope you're with us uh, either in person or digitally on Christmas Eve. We have um, seven services on Christmas Eve. Uh, the 5.30 service will be live streamed. That's 5.30 p.m. Central Time. So if you're not close to us physically, I certainly hope you'll join us. If you do, either in person or, or digitally, you will hear these words of blessing at the end of the service, which I will uh, commend to you now uh, as we all anticipate celebrating Christmas once again. So may you this Christmas, be filled with the wonder of Mary, the obedience of Joseph, the joy of the angels, the eagerness of the shepherds, the determination of the Magi, and the peace of the Christ child. And I do pray that for you. And as always, until next time, be well, stay in touch, God bless, and Merry Christmas. Mm -hmm.